So, uh, are you, you want to do this, Jim, right now? You ready? You know, I need to get on George's mic, though, because they're not going to be able to hear me on my mic. Yeah, right. that's true. That's we'll true. That's All fine. right, let's flip-flop. Here we go. I believe we've actually solved the mic problem here, but if you'd like really? to swatch, yeah, go we ahead. We think we did Just in case. But just in case, yeah, let's... Uh, yeah. So you guys can go ahead and swap. We're not right. we're not 100% and, sure. And, uh, Jimmy, you need to hand me, uh, hand me the number there. Just when we think we got it solved. You got the number? My Who's phone. got... Huh? Ah, this one right here. Okay. Well, let's see what we can do here. It's the one that... It says Ray Romano. Gotcha. Got it. Let's see here. Jimmy calling Ray and Sean this morning. It'll be a pretty good interview, Jimmy. Looking forward Ray to Romano it. I'm looking Sean forward Penn. to this too. Don't forget to ask about that weight thing. Yeah, yeah I was looking yeah. up online his uh, character in his next movie. His name is The Fat Ass. The Fat Ass? Yeah. <laughs> it's a comedy. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, room, uh, let's see here. Room 1619. Any guess name? Um, Ray. My pleasure to connect your call. All right. Oh, wow. Okay, everybody be quiet for Jim. Good morning, Ray Romano. My name is Jim, the photographer from WQLZ radio station in Springfield, Illinois. What? Oh, Ray, Ray Lytle's morning disaster. This is your wake-up call interview. Congratulations. I, I understand you're doing a new movie with Sean Penn. You are the biggest jackass <laughs> that has ever lived. <laughs> I sound like friggin' Ray Romano. Ask you if Sean Penn's there with you. Is, is Sean Penn there, too? <laughs> or are, are, are you Sean Penn? I'm sorry, I just assumed Ray you. Romano was answering the phone. Is this Sean Penn? Yeah, this is Sean Penn, and you are the biggest uh, homosexual that's ever called, ever. <laughs> well, Sean, you know, I understand you're doing a movie with Ray Romano, and the two of you are up in Chicago doing this movie together Dude, and everything. Shut up, jackass. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is so unfunny. <laughs> well, you know, you actually, you know, Sean. What are the questions you get? What are the questions you get? I thought you had a whole slew of questions. You know, about you and Madonna, you know. <laughs> did she ever fight back when you beat her? I think that's Ray you're talking to, not Sean. Yeah, that's. No, he said his name's Sean. No, I, I don't think so. I think I that's Ray. He said to Sean Pam. Jackass. Ask him if his name's Ray. <laughs> Your name's Sean, right? Sean Penn. You talked to Sean. <laughs> I thought it was talking to Sean. You were talking to Ray. You were talking you. to Ray. So you need to ask him about his weight. Oh, yeah. Hello. Sean Penn. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so You're live on the radio <laughs> with Ray Lytle's Morning Disaster, based out of Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> wow! What'd you do to make wow. What'd you do to make him mad? <laughs> you better talk to Ray. Maybe talk to Ray. Maybe ask to talk to Ray again. Yeah. As, can I talk to Ray? What? Ray, I understand you're on that new uh, weight gain diet. You know, for that movie you're in. You know, how, how can you gain 50 pounds in, in a month? What's your key to that? On the air. Yes. Why is he on the air? Why is he on the air? I thought that he's not allowed in the air. What? All right. Sorry, you're not allowed in the uh, studio. What? You're not allowed in the studio anymore. Sorry. Orders from the big man came down. Sorry. What big man? Ray. <laughs> Ray Lytle? Ray, he just said yeah. you. Yeah. No, said you're allowed this, air. this is Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Romano, you jackass. <laughs> it does sound like Ray Lytle. Uh -oh. Everybody loves Raymond, followed by the sequel, Everybody Hates Jimmy. <laughs> You're the worst. This is the worst night of my life. Is, is this the Ray, Ray Lytle? What? Is this Ray Lytle? Yes, you jackass! 
We told him not to call Ray. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. We told him not. I was told it was Ray Romano and Sean Penn. Yeah, right. You know damn well we weren't waking up till 7 o'clock, you jackass. Mikey's the one that... Jim is the one who kept notice going I, on about the interview. You know, so he always wants to put the blame on everybody yeah, exactly. else, right? Jeez. How come I hear your voice, Jimmy, if everybody else did it? Because I'm the interviewer. I'm supposed to be doing the celebrity interview. I thought it was Ray Romano and Sean Penn. You jackass. Have we ever let you do a celebrity interview? <laughs> I just did. we ever embarrass ourselves with you? I just interviewed Un Loco down at OzFest last night. Which, by the way, was one of the worst. It was horrible. It was one of the worst interviews I've ever heard in my life. They loved it. It was awesome. Oh, my God. It was God. incredible. Are as good as over. Yes. Might as well have them playing at the Hilton. <laughs> so much for their career. They've been cursed forever. Well, we'd like to apologize for Jim. We're going to have sex with a mummy in Egypt. I want to apologize for Jim waking you up, You're Ray. jackass photographer. I imagine you were up late. No, it was the worst night of my life, dude. And oh. I'll tell you, <clears throat> Belit used to stay at my house. All right. Oh, oh. no. Oh, snores. But I never had to, like, sleep in the same room with him. Exactly. You're oh, in a no. different wing. This son of a bitch needs a sleep apnea machine <laughs> more than oh, any man. human being ever. Uh, he, hey, his look. girlfriend should be nominated for sainthood. Because he, <laughs> snores, he snores like a machine. But look at the bright side. You only have two more nights yeah, two to go. Two more nights. Oh, they, he's not staying here. There's no way he's staying here. I don't snore, right? If I was there, I wouldn't have been snoring. <laughs> that is not. That just isn't happening. Well, Tom, they don't have a motel nearby. Where the hell am I going to stay? That is, I don't care. He, I'm not going to forget it. Because he's so loud, and then I'll, I'll scream at him. I'll go, dude, I'll say, quiet it down, change position, something. He kept me awake all night. I'm surprised you didn't strangle him in your, in his sleep last night. Oh, I tried to put a pillow on him, but he moved. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted the pillow to be over his face so I wouldn't hear it. Anymore. I, I would have protected myself with my morning breath defense. Should have held that and he just, books every time. And he just continues to sleep like it's no big deal. Uh, you should have held that pillow down a little tighter. Oh, son of a bitch! I hate him. I swear to God. <laughs> You know, there is a way to get around that for the next two days. Oh, right shut now. up, photographer. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to help you here. You're already on the gym list. You better just Yeah, you're trying to help me by calling me. What time is it? Uh, 6.55. Uh, you know, I guess we were only going to have seven anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. The thing is. Oh, know. the alarm's going to go off in three minutes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> No, but Ray, a good uh, secret to, you know, where the Sean snoring won't bother you, pound a bottle of rum or something before Why you go to bed. Why is he still in the I don't know. Get out of here. What the hell are Why you doing? Why is he still talking? Here, hold on. I can stop this. There we go. <laughs> there we go. It's taken care of. Yeah, you know what? You guys sounded so good yesterday. Boy, I know. I bet you sound like a piece of crap. I know. It's, been, it's not been a good show so far. We're trying to pinpoint. And that's what I faced. We're trying to pinpoint. They look down at you like you're some kind of piece of garbage. And then finally, I understand some guy finally came up to me and goes, You're from the gym station, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like for five hours. Well, we're trying looks to. at me like I've got, like, leprosy or some kind of, like, like SARS or something. And I finally figured it out. <laughs> this is how bad it was yesterday. We're sitting in the bar. Uh huh. People are coming up to me going, Oh, Ray Lytle. And they get, You have got to tell my friend the story. About Jim with the toys that were for the needy children. Oh, oh no. Remember, John? Yeah. Or else people were coming up going, oh, Ray, you've got to tell the story of that guy on your show who got arrested for the pot and you guys had to throw him out. <laughs> <laughs> that is how embarrassing he is. Uh. People keep coming, oh, Ray, you have got to tell the story of that old man that works for you. It dresses like he's 15. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. It was embarrassing. Everybody here knows about Jim. Oh, that's oh. terrible. So you're, you're... Well, he was up there last week. I mean, he probably was in the police beats. Uh, no, probably... Radio, you know, <laughs> radio people mm. are familiar with the show. You know, people mm. in the business. 
and you know they all just want to hear the story. Everybody's heard the stories about stuff that Jim's got in trouble for because yeah. the people that, that have worked with us when he got in trouble, you know, they've told someone and that person's told someone, and it's just, you know. As it's very ironic, Ray, because there's a convention of police officers <clears throat> across the street, and they've got the same thing. Well, well, the, uh, <laughs> convention, they tell Jim stories, too. Well, the new, well, the new story... I don't that, understand the connection. The new story that should get around for this year would be Jim uh, thunderstorming our general manager. Yeah, see, I haven't got a chance to tell that one, <laughs> because they still want to hear the old ones again. <laughs> Everybody's like, tell the story about the jackass Don't who took the Tickle Me Elmos in exchange for sexual favors <laughs> <laughs> from the bars in Creve Coeur. She was good, too. Uh, red, red a jackass. On Sarah J. On her genitalia I think you do She tried to give them to rage I think you do Red, red sauce I think you do When they flare up She likes to tell everyone She can shut up she just can't shut up She enraged Talked on the phone And thoughts of him would fill her head She gave him cash Cause he was broke To pay her back he did forget She's got red, red sores Got visitors. What? What do you want? You, you said done. Unbelievable. Already with the visitors. Say hi. Wave to the camera. Abella and her friend Annie, who is uh, spending the night again. 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 Actually, I let them on because they they actually play a really big part in tonight's show. They did a uh, uh, they they are part of a 
fantastic parody commercial we'll be playing. I thought your acting was top notch. <laughs> Thank you. Very top notch, Annie. Thank you. You got, Do you remember any of the lines you did? Do you remember anything you had to say? Do you remember any of it? Uh, no. You don't remember anything? Um, I know, I know one. What was the one? Um, I learned how to hide behind a door with the lights off and pretend no one's home when DCFS comes over. You actually remembered that line. Put it here. That's pretty, that was that was the hardest line. Wow. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys. Wave to everybody again. Tell them good night. So you guys got to go to bed. Thank you, though. See you later, guys. Yeah, Bella and Annie are uh, guest starring tonight. All right, let me move on. Let me move on to the thing that's going to upset you to where you probably won't want to call the show again. All right? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please listen. Please listen to this announcement. Any parents out there? Any parents out there listening? I know we have lots of parents. Any parents listening? Uh, it's that time of year when you got to start lining up your daycares. Please listen closely. Now that school is almost back in session, you're probably wondering just what your children are going to do after school. Well, you're in luck because the brand new Hillbilly Joe After School Daycare is now open. Your child will learn so many cool things. Why, they'll learn things like... I learned how to run a video camera. And... I learned how to pick cockroaches off of sandwiches. Oh, and who doesn't need to know this? I learned how to open beer. And don't forget, your child will learn life skills like... I learned how to hide behind a door with the lights off. And pretend nobody's home when DCFS comes over. Plus, your child will learn... I learned how to tell a guy what number he is. And don't forget... I learned how to roll my own cigarettes. And who doesn't need to know this? I learned how to upload video to the internet. And it's always important to know how to do this. I learned how to put a blanket on the fat, drunk hillbilly when he's passed out on the floor. That's right. The brand new Hillbilly Joe After School Daycare is now taking applications. It's the Hillbilly Joe After School Daycare. Paying cash, no one needs to find out about it, especially those pesky guys at the IRS. It's the Hillbilly Joe After School Daycare, now open and ready to watch your kids after school. There you go. The Hillbilly Joe Daycare. What do you think, Joe? It's actually pretty good, but there goes my license. (laughs) You got to admit, the kids did a great job, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did. Uh, they did an excellent. That was job. fantastic. They've got they've got more mentality than anybody in this chat yeah, room right uh, now. Right, and if that was a word, I am sure you meant it as a complimentary one. Uh, okay, recently there were uh, tornadoes uh, in the south, and and uh, we want to do our little part to help out uh, the uh, Mississippi uh, state of Mississippi um, tourism board has decided to um, put out these messages. Uh, they they want to put out these messages to I, I don't even know. Listen, I'll be honest with you. We just want to help them out. Uh, so we got the historian of Mississippi, and we have to pay for these. So it's a way to get the money and all that stuff. So uh, everybody, uh, let's welcome to the show. Uh, we just want to help out of the tornadoes. So it's kind of a community service thing. Let me put this guy up. So so bear with him. He's a historian for the state of Mississippi. And I know most of you don't care about Mississippi, but it's our way to help after the you know the, the tornadoes they had. Let's welcome. Uh, Everybody, let's welcome to the show Mr. Joe Earl Ray Pollard. Uh, hello, Mr. Pollard. Yeah, thank you for the uh, nice introduction. I appreciate that. Uh, no problem, Mr. Pollard. Listen, we welcome you to the show, sir. Yeah, that's uh, very good. Uh, how, how are things uh, there? They're wonderful, sir. And, and, and in your neck of the woods? Uh, yeah, they've been better, but we're... we're we're a strong state, so we're going to get through. I know that you are strong people there in Mississippi. Well, sir, you are a historian. You are a historian of the uh, state of Mississippi. Well, yes, and uh, you know the, the, the thing about Mississippi is it it wasn't always this way. You see, back after the Civil War, uh, there wasn't a lot of folks here in these parts. Well. I guess back then it didn't take more than a smile to get a piece of Missa. Sister Land. 
you see, it all happened like this. There was once these three free slave fellers that got themselves some farmland. Uh, these fellers would take turns of plowing with a ship of soil. <laughs> When one would get tired, <laughs> another would jump out of here and just plow the hell out of that missa. She'd be sore. Day and night, <laughs> them three free slave sellers did nothing but plow missa. She'd be sore. Excuse me. Well, it turns out that hard work paid off, and before you knew it, them boys had a mule out there plowing Missa. Oh, my God. Keep it short. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, you got to think that word got around about how easy it was to get a piece of Missa. Keep it short. But of course, you needed a mule. So it got to a point whereas if you saw a big ass, you knew it was Missa. <laughs> Ship it bound. That's cute. Very cute. In front, most of the country could feed off the fat of Missa. Ship it crossed. And all this because three freed slave sellers were able to plant their seeds in Missa. Yep, then we're to go. I had no idea that's how the state of Mississippi came to be, sir. Oh, oh let me tell you, there's a lot more about Missa. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I have a feeling there's a lot more. Oh, there's a lot that goes. Oh, there's so much that goes into this. Well, uh, they... <laughs> Should be history. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Joe Earl Ray uh, Pollard, the historian of the state of Mississippi. I'm, I'm glad we could help, sir. Well... I have more stories to tell you. Well, we'd love to have you on again, sir. About me, sir. I'd love to share. We cannot wait. We would love to have you on again next week, if possible. I'll, I'll be here. God oh, be. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. God, Pollard. God bless me, sir. Go, uh, Joe oh. Earl Ray Pollard, you guys. The oh, boy, that was clever. <laughs> Very clever. Strong, Missa. I'm actually fine. I just think you guys are all absolutely ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for listener mail. It's uh, when you uh, send your mail to Big Ray. At uh, WQLZ.com. That's Big Ray at WQLZ.com. And there's plenty of links on web pages to send it to us. And to send us listener mail. Sean Bolit will now read some of the listener mail to me so I can find out what our <laughs> listeners are thinking. All right, Shawnee, what do we got? All right, here we go. Listener mail bag. Ray, my name is Vince, and I'm a longtime listener to the show. Well, that's good to hear. I drive a truck and get to listen to most of the show most of the time. Right. My, my only big problem with the morning disaster is that I sometimes have a hard time staying awake during the news. <laughs> Sean is just so boring. <laughs> hmm. That girlfriend of his has to have some kind of horrible insomnia to stay awake around him. Anyway, I just wanted to commend you on an excellent show Friday. It was good to hear John Lamb's voice again. Mm -hmm. I was completely alert and attentive Friday morning. So what are the chances we can get him back and send old Pumpkinhead packing? Mm. Some jackass named Vince. All right, thank you, Vince. Fine letter. Burning hell. Listen to Vince. 
Um, I'm sure this will be on a higher note here. Female listeners like me, it's from uh, Mary Cox. All right, Mary. Uh, I just wanted to tell you I thought that Friday's show was one of the best shows you've done in years. <laughs> I haven't really been a big fan of the show since Lamb left. I remember that. I too. mean, I really like Ray, Mikey, Spanky, Norman, Michelle, and occasionally Jim doesn't bother me too much. <laughs> but I think having a professional news guy like Lamb... What? <laughs> Major market material? Oh, my God. It really adds to the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm probably because I'm a little too intelligent for you, Mary. In fact, I'm surprised you guys haven't... Listen, you just read the letter. I don't need All the right. commentary. In fact, I'm surprised you guys haven't brought anyone on board to read the news on a daily basis. <laughs> Anyway, I love the show because I'm a moron, and I really hope <laughs> you'll bring more news. You read the story yeah, straight. All right. And I really hope you'll bring more news to the show and have Lamb back as often as possible. <laughs> Maybe permanently misspelled. All right. All right. I don't think you need to comment on whether people can no. spell correctly or not. I just out. want Ooh. you to read the letters. I don't think Sean was even mentioned in that. <laughs> I don't even think that's even mentioned. Why do you think it's you? Why do you? Why are you so defensive? <sighs> Well, here, let me, here's where we go. Mm -hmm. it's, um, this is from Rodney DeCoin. Wow, so I turned on my radio Friday morning, and what a terrific blast from the past. John Lamb on the morning disaster. I loved every minute of Friday's show. It was simply fantastic. And I understand nostalgia. It was great to see that he can still read the news and do it better than Sean. <laughs> Who would have thought that not after uh, that after not doing any radio for the past couple of years that he could just come off the bench and do a better job than your starter? You're misspelled. Ray, I think it's time to take Blunt down to AAA. Okay, kiss my ass. Bring back Lamb. Not only is he a better news person, but he's just flat out funnier. You can't even read the, the right. listener mail without your commentary. I'll try and get through. Telling people to kiss your derriere when you're supposed to be reading the new uh, the, right. uh, the letters. Listener Steve Orcus. All right, Steve. What does Steve have to say? I thought Sean sounded so great on Friday's show. His newscast is normally so dry and full of useless comments, there but on Friday he was very good. See, there you go. It's not so problem. bad. No comments. He just read the news. It was great. If he can pull out more newscasts like the one he did on Friday, there's hope that he can still be the great broadcaster that he is in his head. His voice didn't even sound that gay on Friday. <laughs> Good job, Sean. Way to show Ray and them that you do have some talent. Steve. Thanks, Steve. I wasn't here. That's a great letter. <laughs> That's a great letter. That one. Dude, I thought that one was the funniest one. Ray. This is from Rick Servant. Oh, this is a good one. I mean, I don't know. I haven't read this one. <laughs> you read it already. Ray. I haven't read it. Thank God you've finally done it. After years of listening to Sean, he's finally gone. Oh, isn't that cute? It rhymes. I was very pleased to hear the announcement you made about John Lamb. I always thought he was very funny, and he'll be a welcome addition to the show. Addition misspelled. I heard that he still hadn't found an apartment, and I might have a solution for him. I have a three-bedroom house that I'm trying to rent out. It's in Jerome, but it's in great shape, and I'm only asking 600 a month. I know that he shouldn't have any trouble affording it, especially if you're going to give him that big pay hike that you were talking about on Friday. My number's at the bottom of the email, if he's interested. Also, I heard a rumor that he might get his own talk show on WMAY. Any truth to that? Uh, That's my favorite one. Uh, sure quads. Is that all of them, Sean? That's all the one, that's the only ones you give me to read. I'm sure there are right, ladies and gentlemen. There, there are a lot more. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, block. listeners. If you have any more emails to send, Big Ray, that's B-I-G-R-A-Y, at WQLZ.com. Sean Balin is reading listener emails all day today for us. It's his new job. Oh, Joy. So, trying to figure out just what it is he's good at. <laughs> good at a lot of things. He couldn't even, he had to even comment on the emails. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you can't, <laughs> you can't just read the email. What's wrong with you? More listener mail to get to. Shabalin has it to read. All right, more from the listener uh, mailbag. Hopefully my luck changes here. All right, I became a first-time listener last Thursday because I was asked to listen by a friend. The show was great. It was the best morning show I have heard until the newscast came on. <laughs> I almost turned off the radio right there. 
It is a travesty that such a wonderful morning show is spoiled by a horrid news segment fraught with dullness, terrible editorials from people I do not want to hear opinions from, and stale jokes. The next day, the news guy was great. The show just clicked, and I got a feeling that everybody liked the newscaster. The news was a segment I looked forward to that day. Uh, the news uh, with uh, John Lamb, I think was his name. He would make a wonderful addition to your show. Please kick this Sean Butlint out of your cast and reinstate Lamb, or at the very least, make him uh, your intern to push around. Please send me back your comments. Very okay. nice of this guy. Wonderful. All right, they're next from the listener mailbag. What was that person's name? Did you get, is there a name? Uh, Doug Scheibe. All right, thank you, Doug. Yeah. This is from Real Diet. All right. Lose up to 10 pounds absolutely free in just seven days. I just printed that one up because I thought Ch Sean could use it. Turn your <laughs> oh, you bastard. It was in the mail, you know. Yeah. You know what I've been doing? I've been forwarding Sean like the small penis things. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they'll, say, I know. they'll say, hey, newsflash, and you open it up and it says, your penis is too small. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I've been meaning to tell you something, and you open it, your penis is too damn small. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something yeah. your girlfriend won't. Your penis is too small. <laughs> Every time I get one, I forward to Sean, I go, Sean, check us out, it's interesting. <laughs> it's like goes, a small unit with flashing neon. And he like opens all it up and he goes, your penis is too small. Is it one of those that has a large penis just flashing up on the screen and everything? No, but I should send him those, too. I can't wait. God, I hate email. I love sending Sean all of those. Oh, fantastic. Damn email. Damn listeners. Uh. All right, Sean. Thank you for reading that email. You've read it oh, so well. Oh, you're welcome. Any other emails? Big Ray, B-I-G-R-A-Y-W-Q-L-Z.com. All right. We don't get a disasterradio.net T-shirt, baby. Three stories about Jim. you got to figure out which one's a fake one. Are you guys ready? Is everybody ready to hear the story? I'm ready. Jimmy, are you ready? I'm ready. BDP, are you ready? Nope. And people in the chat room, I know you're ready. Here we go. The three stories of Jim the Photographer, fact or fiction. Jim the Photographer, fact or fiction, number one. Jim once got into a verbal fight where a guy took a swing at him. The guy was a neighbor after Jimmy ran over a, the guy's garden hose with his lawnmower. I guess it's not a bump. I'll just, let me just say what it was. Jimmy once got in a verbal fight that turned into a, someone taking a swing at him with a neighbor after running over, after actually running over the guy's garden hose with his lawnmower. All right? Let me do. Jimmy once stole toys from a toy charity to exchange them for sex. Jimmy once stole toys from a toy charity. To exchange for sex. And number three. Jim once lost tens of thousands of dollars in real estate money because of a serial killer. Jim once lost tens of thousands of dollars in real estate money because of a serial killer. I say that number two. You say that he would never... Uh, I don't think that he would steal from little kids. Fluffy? I also say number two. All right. I really hope not. Blind Grant? I'll go with three. You think that he was never involved with a serial killer? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Joe? Hillbilly Joe, you got a guess? Yeah, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure number two is right. Because I think I remember something about that. But I'll say number one. All right. BDP? Well, I was going to go with number two, but since Mrs. is over like 12. <laughs> um, I got one right. What was the first one? I don't remember what the first one was. First one was the fight he got into it with his neighbor because of... Uh, uh, it was he, number three. He uh, mowed over the guy's uh, garden hose. You're saying number three? Yeah. Okay, Haley's comment is saying, surely he's not low enough to steal kids' toys for sex. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Eclipse says, it's got to be number two. No one would do that. JC Prez says, it's got to be number three. Caddy says, number three. He doesn't know a serial killer. 
Mommy Amanda says it's got to be number three. All right, so everybody's votes are in. Jimmy, are you ready? Ready? I'm ready. Yes. This yes. Could be different. Can I change the number one? I uh, I would, but I've already let everybody in the chat room vote, so no. Okay. All right. Besides, you've already won a T-shirt. Anyway. So if you win, BDP, it's no big deal. I already have a t-shirt. That's what I mean. If you win, I'd rather give you one. All right, Jimmy. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Have you ever stolen toys from a toy drive? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Are you kidding? to exchange them for sex. Well, I didn't actually steal the toys. That's what I thought. The toys were given to me, you know, because I was was a toy toy drive that I was participating in. And I was at a bar, you know, and uh, I had some extra toys with me. And this one girl, you know, was talking about her uh, kids, you know, needed some toys. Oh, I love this freaking story. Because I always love every time he sell, he tells the story, he tries to make himself seem like it wasn't such a bad thing. This is horrible. But, Ray, he was going to give them back now. Well, in his defense, he claimed that as far as he knew, these girls had poor kids as well. Yeah. And I, you know, and I never did get any sex from, from them. All right, but it was a sexual act. Well, you know, I, I was hoping to. <laughs> Humana, 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 humana. What was the name of that bar, by the way? Where was that? In uh, is that in East Creve Court? Yeah, is uh, right on the. What was the name of that bar? Because it's changed names a few times. Oh, somebody got killed there. Remember they yeah. murdered. A... Yeah. Oh my! You guys, this was. We were doing the Lionel Lamb show. We were syndicated from Peoria, and we did a toy drive. Okay. We did a toy drive. And what we did was we we were we were syndicating to uh, WQLZ as well, right? So Jimmy was dressed as Jimmy the Elf, and he collected all the toys. And then he was supposed to take. <laughs> we had given them away to all the kids in Peoria and, and East Peoria, all the area and stuff. And then the other toys he was taking down to Springfield because the following morning, which was a Friday morning, we were going to give them away to all the kids in Springfield, right? And Jimmy was going. All the kids came up and sat on his lap and got the toys. So all he had to do, and he had a big, he had a really nice van back then. Yeah. All he had to do was load all the toys in his van and drive them to Springfield. Spend the night at Billy the Weather Babes, where he used to crash and stay on her couch or whatever. And then wake up in the morning and give away the toys. Okay, so what does he do? He stops at a bar. And I, to this day, I remember, I was only going to have one drink. He stops at a bar, and one thing leads to another, and a tickle me. No, it was Ernie. It was something with Ernie, right? What was the big toy in like 1994? That tickle me Elmo. Uh, it was. Yeah, was it Elmo? Maybe it was thinking. Elmo. Yeah. Tickle me Elmo. It was the tickle me Elmo or the Ernie thing or whatever. No, uh, tickle me Elmo was 96. So this would have been like this was something with. Whatever the big toy was, there was a big toy that everybody that everybody wanted. He goes into this bar and these women are talking about it. And he basically listens to the conversation and says, Oh, I have a tick of my elmo or whatever the hell it is <laughs> in my van right now. I have a bunch of them. Really? Yeah, because he was dressed like an elf, by the way, at yeah. the bar. He's drinking. Oh, my He's God. He's the bar. The elf suit's getting all yeah. smoky. Beer's being spilled oh, on him. God. He has these big floppy elf shoes on. Well, they went with the outfit. And he's in the, the bar drinking. And then he tells the woman, well, I, I'll give you one, but you got to give it as something to me. Takes the woman outside the van. And let's just say she earned an Elmo. Hmm. <laughs> Missy, you look you look disgusted. Oh by my this. god, are you serious? It was for her kids. Yeah. He was oh. trying to help her out. Okay, so uh 
You look disgusted by this. Oh my god! But Jimmy, as Jimmy I mean, says, it wasn't that bad. She she was she didn't have a lot of money. She yeah. couldn't afford one. Oh, so give sexual services. And he was trying to help her out. That's disgusting. No, I didn't have I sex like with her. Scratch my back, I'll scratch he didn't have sex with her. He he no. got something from her. Yeah, I think her name was Monica. <laughs> you got a Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> you got a Lewinsky. That's very funny. I am seriously okay. You know what really oh, messes me? That's up? not the best part. That's not the best part. <laughs> because the next part actually shows how disgusting he is. Yet shows his sexual stamina as well <laughs> because he goes back into the bar. Oh no! <laughs> well, oh no! I had a girl, bunch of them. The one girl brags to her friend how she got one, and he finds another woman and hooks up with her and does the same thing. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but it did take uh, longer for the second woman. <laughs> That's filthy. I can laugh now. Listen to Oh, uh, at the time, you were ready to fire I'm me. I'm laughing now, but I was so angry at him when he did this. I, It, it might have been the angriest I have ever been at Jim. Up to that point, and he done a lot of stupid stuff. But... I was so mad. So mad. He didn't get both their numbers, but he got one of their phone numbers. And he calls the girl back <laughs> to ask for her to give it back to him. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> he didn't want to get fired. I don't know what kind did, of person. He didn't give it back. He was in the doghouse with me and, oh, and John yeah. for a... Bu- I mean, we were so mad at him because... We kept thinking somebody's gonna find out, yeah. and we're gonna get our names. Gonna, we were. I mean, so it's a little obvious when there's a little man dressed in an elf suit at a bar and goes out into a van. But and th- then here's what we did. Though. Here's what we did, though. Oh my god! And he was. We made him go and pay the hundred dollars price. Well, no, how much did they cost? He had to go buy and replace them. Good. And he had to like he had a he was working a caterpillar time, but yeah, it I had cost. all kinds of money then. But they were sold out everywhere, and we were such jerks. We're like, you want to keep your job? You got to go buy them. And he like had to go and buy a. So those are the most expensive Monica Lewinsky's ever given. I think. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, you I know love that story. The women, you know they 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 got them for their kids, not for themselves. It's a selfless act, Miss. Yes. You know, it's almost like a movie. I can just picture it. Little guy dressed up. Like an elf. Goes what in. kind of movies are you watching? <laughs> um, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Joe's got a movie. <laughs> Joe, Joe, would you let your wife service another man in exchange for a Christmas gift for the kids? No way. Okay. Just it's not for no little tickle me elmo down. Right, it had to be, be, had to be something worth my while. It had to be Transformers or something. Come on. Hey, it was the toy of the year. It was. It was the toy of the year. Oh, my God. I've, I can't believe I've la- I laughed so hard about this now. At the uh-huh. time, I was, you so so, I was so disappointed in him. I was so angry at him when it happened. Oh, my God. I love that story. All right. That means there's two stories. <laughs> By the way, Mrs. is just shocked. You were repulsed by this story. I mean, honestly, yeah, I really am. Well, you know, the whole reason I had the toys was to give them, you know, to needy kids. And these women were, had needy kids. I mean, you don't find it to be further. wrong at all to receive sexual services for toys that were meant for poor children. Well, and guess what? Guess what? If the, those two women were so poor, they shouldn't have been at a bar. Okay? <laughs> All right? That is disgusting. It's so disgusting. I, please, next story. Please. They they probably save some food stamps to go be able to go out there and go get a couple drinks. So here we go. Here's the three. The three stories were Jimmy once stole toys from a charity to exchange it for sex. Jimmy once uh, got into a verbal argument that turned into uh, uh, a guy punching him, a neighbor, after Jimmy accidentally ran over his garden hose. And number three, Jimmy once lost the tens of thousand dollars in a real estate deal because of a serial killer. All right, Jimmy. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Uh, we know that it's not number one. We know that is a true story. Yes. That is a factual story. Mm-hmm. One of the other two is fiction. We know that, well, pretty much everybody has picked the uh, serial killer story. 
Except did anybody pick? That's true. Joe said. Uh, Joe picked. I said about the, the neighbor. Uh, the neighbor one. Okay, Jimmy. Let me ask you a question then. Yes. Have you ever lost tens of thousands of dollars in a real estate deal because of a serial killer? Well, I owned a lot at Lake Camelot uh, by Peoria. Let me just say that this is one of my. This is oh, probably man. my all-time favorite. <laughs> Jim, the photographer. And the serial I'm killer happy. was dumping the bodies, you know, in a lake. <laughs> And the property values just, oh, they took a big dump. Let me, let me do one of the best parts of this. He buys this this lot in Lake Camelot. Yeah, right? a nice lot. It's a big one, you, too. What would you pay for it? You pay, you pay so many money. All right. What was the story? Like eight months after you buy it, the, the, the property value is like triple or something. Yeah. Because nobody but I didn't built want to out sell there. It then. And so Jimmy gets a chance to sell this lot. I, I can't remember what what was it? you would have made how much if you would have sold it when you had the chance. Uh, if I would have sold it at the at the highest, I would have uh, doubled my money. It was one of those things where they put in you know how they, they you know, there's a bunch of land and then they put in like the sewer and everything. Mm-hmm. Jimmy buys it and the land was worthless, only cost him so many thousands of dollars. And then they did it, and all of a sudden everybody starts building out there, and he's got this lot. And it's worth all this money. He gets a chance to sell it. And Jimmy's like, I'm going to hang on to it. One day it'll be worth millions. <laughs> so then right after he turns that, right after, you know, so many months go by after he could have sold it. And then what happened, Jimmy? What they, what they find there on the old property oh right God. near the lake? Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Dead bodies. How many? Uh, way too many. They were <laughs> They were just body. They were dead prostitute bodies. There was a serial killer. Oh my god! There was a serial killer that was picking up a, a hookers and killing them, huh. and then hiding the bodies <laughs> right next to Jim's lot. And the property values just—oh, I was lucky to. Um, you think? You, you oh know that—that that actually just don't. Sound right. I mean, you own the property and you find all these dead bodies. No, I didn't find them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't involved in it. No one from was thinking it was like Channel 25 TV did the broadcast from Jim's lot. They have just found these bodies. We're located in so and so, so and so, Lake Camelot. Ah, that's my address. His <laughs> <laughs> property value plummeted. What did you? He, I mean, he was trying to give that lot away. I wound up selling it for five thousand dollars. Oh my god, that was funny. Don't you wish you would have sold it when you had to? Dude, when it? he bought, no, when he bought yeah, it, I mean, it was it was like I mean, these were ten thousand, these were tens of thousands of dollars worth of lots. But you want to know the funny part? I bet now it's probably back. The value's probably back up. It's been oh yeah, it's been like thirteen years or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that made me cry. Oh, my God. That's what it was. That story made me cry. You know what? That does not happen to everybody. Hey, Ma, we got some people back here in this little <laughs> goalie here. There's only happens to one person, and that's Jim. The fo- only Jim. All of these stories are only happen to Jim. Like, well, no, one he, of them didn't. You know, right. I didn't run over my neighbor's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no hose. He never ran over a garden hose. He didn't do the normal thing. But if right. he would have been a serial killer. <laughs> one been normal a thing killer. that's in there. It's like, obviously, I'm doing this, I am answering these questions completely wrong, because I'm trying to be like, okay, the one that's the sickest, grossest thing cannot be done. you should go for the first. It's right. Well, like, I remember when I picked the, I keep bringing this up, but the having sex with a 70-year-old woman, it's like, no, you didn't. You thought there's no way. Right, that's ridiculous. Most likely. You're ridiculous. I uh, just, oh, my God. I've said it for, I made her, I made her year. I have said it. For really over 15 years. <laughs> for this 15 is who's giving me a ride. Jim, the, the photographer, is the most interesting, different person that I know. Oh, my God. He is just interesting. So you're happy with your selection of rides so far? What, my... Well, today, the ride was quiet, actually. Because Jimmy was in pain. Because he was in horrible pain. Right, uh, and I'm now still in pain. I have to hear these stories of him soliciting sex 
or for sex Elmo acts dolls. for Elmo dolls. <laughs> well, I was while dressed in an elf suit. He was a hey, now, and I, I, They solicited me. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, because I I said no, I can't give them up. Oh, you know, my. I can't. You know, God. these toys are going for needy kids. Oh, the only thing that w- could make me give them up is if you. No, that's ridiculous. That I is love well, the, you know, the girl that said, story. "Well, if I, I'll uh, take care of you." I said, well, okay. <laughs> Jimmy the Elf, Jimmy in, the Elf in needs loving, too. In an elf suit. That's <laughs> yeah, what made it so disturbing. <laughs> this is when Lamb and I were yelling at him. We were so mad, and we're like, just get out of here. Just get out of our face. We slammed the door. We were down. And our office was an old vault because the building yeah. was, in an old, was in an old bank. We slammed the vault door, and I look at Lamb, and I go, can you believe this? And he goes, no. And we're looking at each other, and we just started laughing. We're like, you You were laughing? Me. We were laughing. Because <laughs> I never heard about you guys he, laughing about it. We were so, it was just so, um, I don't know, it was so surreal. The two of us are going, you've got to be kidding me. He's getting a pleasure with an elf suit on. For, I mean, how ridiculous. Because we were like, you know, if this gets out to the public, oh, our I, careers are over. Right, yeah. All well, because the, the guy in the elf suit wanted to get pleasure. That's the thing that I would be most worried about. Is that, I mean, come on. Somebody hears that. You're well, that's your we were so ruined. We were so angry at him. Santa was busy, so his elf had to come and help him. Yep. Unbelievable. Six sick people with their it sick It was stories. so, I mean, it was so, um, it was just so surreal. It just goes to show what some mothers will do for their kids. <laughs> well, it just oh, goes to show yeah. how low some right. people are in this world. It just world. goes to show what they will do. how many sluts are actually out there. There's I think lot. it goes to show what kind of pervert, what perverts will do while wearing an, an elf suit. <laughs> yeah, for you to accept it makes me just the most sick. <laughs> it's hard to turn it down. I mean, she was hot. It's hard to turn <laughs> What? She was really hot. Justified. I mean, the second girl wasn't as hot, oh, but God. the first girl was. I can't, and it's twice. It happened twice. Two times. Well, you know, it's like. Well, I, if you're going to go to hell over something, you might as well make it <laughs> worth it, right? Uh. Come on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been. Jim, the photographer, fact or fiction? Yes, it's true. Jim did steal toys from a toy charity drive in order to uh, get sex. And yes, Jim had Jim lost tens of thousands of dollars in a real yes. estate deal because of a serial killer. And no, uh, unfortunately, Jimmy never got in a fistfight with a neighbor over running over a garden hose. Unbelievable. This has been Jim the Photographer. Fact or fiction? We're back in a second. More of the Ray Lytle Show to come. The big man cometh. The Ray Lytle Show.